Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Happy almost New Year. Happy last day of 2023. Well, almost. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, by the time you're listening to this. <laughs> the time you're listening to this, I will be on a plane in a few hours. Heading to your, of the night. your tropical yes. destination. Yes. Can't wait. How was your Christmas? It was good. It was nice. How was yours? Chill. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Nothing to report. Hopefully I'll have more soon yes so but we didn't get to talk about southern charm even though it's a week late but it doesn't matter because bravo was on hiatus all week and it was such a banger of a show like at least the first half i mean olivia basically like kicking down the door i I mean i wanted a little more to happen but i mean i'm not saying i wanted to punch her in but i was just like Yell at her a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, so they start with, like, Taylor finishing her speech going, for the sake of myself and my own well-being, after two months of this, I've had enough. It's like, again, listen to your words. My well-being, for the sake of myself. It's like, what about Olivia's well-being? She's like, I've already apologized for what I'm supposed to. Like, take it or leave it. Yeah, and I just feel like it's, like, a little too soon to be, like, to ask people to look at the other side of when something like this happens. Like, yeah, there is, like, always two sides to a story and, like, both people go through something. But, like, at this point, like, you cannot compare the two. And to to ask people to do that, it was it just felt, like, very far-fetched. Like... Well, like I, I, Olivia said, your stories keep changing. So how how can you forgive with if you keep changing the story? And yeah, and they're just so defensive. And like, it, it's kind of like when Jax would get like like Jax would like for like one second he would like say sorry and like you know drop his head and like play the game, and then two seconds later he'd be like, "How many times do I have to say sorry? So yeah. what? Every man does this <laughs> big deal, you know." And it's like, and he turned it around on you, and you're like. Oh my, okay, okay. And it's like, no, wait, like, you're the one who did this. Totally. Speaking of Jax, Jax spoke out of turn and announced to the world that Brittany had a stroke when she did not, <laughs> according to her. Although they don't know what she had, so I think it's still possible. Well, she, I guess she did tests and the they tests say... The tests all came back clear. Yeah. But scary that you're, like, half of your body's paralyzed and stuff like that. But, I mean, I guess that happens, like, with Bell's palsy and stuff like that. She could have had that. But how scary to be home alone with your toddler. Yes. Yeah. But, like, yeah. once again. But typical Jax. It's just, yeah, it's typical Jax. Uh-oh. And, oh, okay. uh-oh, did he lose me? Hold on a second. I can still hear you. I did something weird. I muted my speakers, and now I don't know how to unmute them. Okay, but yeah, I was cracking up at, at the whole Jax thing because it's just, 
Reddit has Reddit has just been on fire lately with just like ripping um, the couchies apart. It's been super funny. Okay, it looks like Sarah is still trying to unmute us. Let's see. Here we go. Got it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay. I'm like, wait, why did it go quiet? And then I saw something flash on my screen. I hit something and my speakers went quiet. But then, yeah, it took me a while to figure it out. Anyways, anyways, so, yeah. Poor Brittany. Sheena also had a podcast addressing all the controversy of her lately, like the Alex Baskin podcast, the holiday song. And you know what's interesting? Hmm. You know what she said? What? She said, well, now, you know, seeing a lot of the comments, you know, we were operating on it. We wrote it like right after the Bethany podcast came out, right? Yeah. Um. And she's like, now that we think about it, like, I'd maybe like to record it and maybe just keep it about Christmas. And I was like, that's all we said. (laughs) Like, like, maybe let's just not, like, put this in a Christmas song. Or, you know, if you're going to, then do it equally to everybody who needs to be dragged. But it's funny. I'm like, that's all the suggestion was. I mean, people had harsh words. We just, or, you know, I'll speak for myself. I just would have liked it to just kept an upbeat positive holiday song I like I absolutely like totally see both sides like I could see like being totally frustrated that people are even saying anything like I get that and then I get what everybody else is saying too about how yeah it's just like just make it a Christmas song um so yeah it's like I don't I, I would just leave it and move on and if you do another one you know I don't know maybe don't do that yeah well she said they may re-record it and just leave that part out or something yeah i don't know it do what you want to do totally saying well that's just some feedback yeah and then she also said feedback on the schwartz kiss thing again we have to stay tuned i mean we know that they can't tell what's going to happen on the season and that it's not what it seemed and you know schwartz said that for a reason to i don't know it kind of sounds like a trailer tease that doesn't deliver. You know how they love to do that? Yeah. They make it seem like it's something, but it's out of context. And then when you, you know, sometimes when they do these in the trailer, they don't even show it in the show. Yes. Right? So it's like, they're just effing with us. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I guess we can we can all weigh in once it airs. Yeah. But, yeah. And then it was kind of funny because she was talking about the Alex Baskin podcast and she goes, what you guys don't know and you didn't see was all taken out of context. She goes, what you see out there is a three-minute video. She goes, it was a whole hour show that hasn't been released yet. What? And I'm like, um, <laughs> Sheena, <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> okay. For for some time now, you know. Yeah. It's been several weeks. The, the whole hour's out there. She goes, yeah, I think you have to pay for it. And then I don't even know when it's going to come out. So all you guys are seeing a clip taken out of context. I'm like, mm, maybe check that before you podcast on that. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she just podcast. She podcasted live because she was already, like, talking about Christmas and that being over and flying to Australia today. And so, yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> crazy anyways but yeah it sounded like she's been get, just getting a ton of hate comments in like every direction so I'm sure that's always fun for the holidays yeah <laughs> anyways but I don't think really anything else Vanderpumpy has happened oh the Toms are in 
think they're going to Thailand and Hong Kong. They're all over there. Randall has ocean in Florida. I was like, I wonder how they're handling that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, ooh. That's, huh. Yeah, yeah that's I don't know. something. Um, oh, we did, going to Nashville. Oh, uh, did, you, did you see that um, uh, Anthony in our um, Facebook group posted that um, he just couldn't handle it and had to order a good as gold um, vinyl from Sheena. And, you know, he was surprised that it went through because he lives in Australia. And, oh, yeah. uh, and Brock ended up packing it and they're going to ship it when they arrive in Australia. So I thought that was kind of cool, like that they are taking the time to, to do that for people. Yeah, that's good. It, I mean, it really is. I mean, that's like, track it's, of it. it's very kind. Yeah, I know a couple times we've done giveaways and, you know, because we, we do them random um, and maybe we shouldn't. But I was like, oh, fuck, I got to ship a book to Australia or the UK. Yeah. I'm like, well, I said and then you, and, Yeah, and then you feel bad because it's like they want to participate too, you know, so. Well, then someone went from Canada and it got sent back to me, but it, it was like months later. Oh, I think it was like in July and then I got it back in October and I was like what the hell took so long so someone in Canada won I have the package doll um but it got sent back so I'm like well I don't know what to do yeah that's a bummer um it looks like Raquel's um active you know uh well she's been active on social media but she's wading her foot into the Vanderpump uh stuff again so that's interesting she basically posted up a link to the the podcast that's going around um about scandal right now oh that ringer stuff Mm -hmm. why she mentioned like positively in it i you know what i have not listened to it yet i just listened to the part where heather tagged me where my voice is that's the only thing i listened to okay sheena I, I really watch my parts on the I show. really only care about myself, so that's what I listen to. <laughs> Actually, I pulled it up because I thought, oh, this will be perfect for the plane ride. Um, in fact, well, whatever. Um, and um, I thought, oh, I want to actually start with the clip that Heather posted with Holly. <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared that I said something like really bad or something, but it was it was fine. Well, it's not like we were yelling out "see you next Tuesday" or anything like that, or you no. Know. But I, I didn't remember like if I let like a couple of like inappropriate things fly, or if I said like the B word or the F. Like I, I didn't. Like I don't. I was not calling him that, but I, I feel like maybe I, I for I think I said something. I don't know. But we mostly um, just said Ariana, Ariana, yeah, Ariana. You know, we yeah. mostly just did that, and then a few people yelled out. Oh, what was it like? Or boo? Yeah, people booed him. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, cheater! For a while, there was cheater. Oh, cheater. Yeah. That was the worst. Yeah, I mean, that's not that bad. It's factual. Yes. Um. So. But yeah. Anyways, I haven't listened to it, but it sounds fun, and I do want to listen. So it sounds fun, but I'm also mad because you and I talked about this. Because remember, we kept you're like, I need to make a diagram, and I'm like, yeah, we should rehash every step of our 
But instead of doing that, because I don't want to be a copycat, I mean, we did think about doing it, but props to this person who did it. Well, you Um, know, I've seen both sides of it, and, like, I will never be – like, I don't want to be a hater at all, but I'm just repeating what other people were saying, and I was kind of laughing. But people are like, there's literally so much content on Scandaval that to, like, recreate it in this way seems like – like, it's basically doing all the work that we already did. You know what I mean? But th- someone took the time. Well, to, she, they put it together really well. And props yeah. to them. You know, like, that's... And she said that she spent hours listening to all the podcasts, looking at all the Bravo pages that were created. Like, she pretty much admittedly said, I pulled all the information from all the work everybody else did. Yeah. But then she organized it and yeah. created it. And, yeah. And, it, you know, it's, and it's like it's done in like a, a different way. Like I love listening to narrative. podcasts like that. So I'm like down. Yeah. It's like a Dirty John. Yeah. Lo- yes. I love it. I love it. I I, I oh. love the way those are the, like the storytelling is amazing. Yeah. So I'm excited for the plane so I can listen to that. Yes. I do think we should do um, – Here's what I was thinking. Instead of like breaking down Scandal, which will be a part, we break down our like our greatest hits are from day one to current and talk about all of the the momentous occasions or events or things that happened to us with us throughout the way with the cast and the show and just kind of like, you know, the highlights of each year and do that because it'd be nice to have that all organized anyways so when you know new people come in and we're like oh you should go back and listen because sometimes on itunes it's hard to go past past two years but like there's some fun podcasts long older than that that you want to tell people oh go to this one or that one but if we can have it organized and all documented in a a timeline of our podcast life and be like here are some highlights and then you know, here's if you want to go listen, you can go just search for this or uh-huh. ask us and we'll send you a link. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So I'll, I'll work on that and then you can fill in anything I missed and we can present it however works. Yeah. So, all right, back to Southern Charm. Um, I like that Olivia, like, Shep's trying to, like, come on guys, let's just keep calm. And she's like, I'm sorry. Like you can have your little kumbaya moment and then you'll pop off on someone later. I just choose to do it right now. I can, I can react how the hell I want to, you know, I'm like, yes, she is on a roll. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. Let's see. My, well, my favorite was, okay, well then JT's schooling Austin. What's so gross about Austin. And he's like, Ripping on JT and Rod constantly. And he's like, oh, they think they're a gentleman, but it's Shep and I that get all the girls. And it's like, ew. It's only because there's a shortage of men in Charleston, okay? It's like six to one. That's why. I, LA, I actually think that if we didn't have Austin in play with this whole Taylor thing, I don't know if she would, if it, like, if it would be bothering me as much, but there's something about her attitude mixed with his and it like it's just creating like the perfect recipe to give me just the ick on both of them like i i don't it's like they're annoyed yeah they're it and it they both you can tell that they have like collaborated on that point because they both feel the same way 
and it literally seeps out of their mouths. Like when they're having these conversations, like these yucky comments escape that I'm sure they, when they go back and watch it, they're like, oh, I shouldn't have said that because it makes them look bad. But it's like they, neither one of them can help it. Like it, it naturally comes out. I mean, when she's literally saying to her brother, they weren't even boyfriend, girlfriend. They didn't even really date. She's like, I don't regret anything. It's just so you are full of shit. You are a liar then. So Olivia is absolutely right. Your story's changing. Your apologies were bullshit because you just said you don't regret anything. Yes. I'm so glad she could overhear that. Oh, my God. And then busts in there and... Oh, that was just a great moment. I wanted it to last longer, though. Me too. It's like, for like a stalker and like for someone who's like always trying to catch someone, it it was like a dream and my adrenaline was going so fast, like during this part that like, yeah, she wasn't moving fast enough for me. She wasn't reacting hard enough for me. It was like the perfect package wrapped up for her. Yeah. Yeah. How about when Taylor was like, yeah, because they're like, if it was nothing, why were you talking to like family about it? And she's like, well, I, I talked to my brother about everything. I love and adore my brother, just like you love and adore your brother. <gasps> it's like, I don't know how, I, I don't even know what to say to that. Like, I, I have like no comment to that. It, it's absolutely if yeah. I if I had done that, if it, like if I was going off on some sort of like tirade and like just like I lost my shit, like I'm I'm mouthing off to everyone, whatever. After I said that line, I would 100% throw myself on the ground, and and like I'd probably start sobbing and saying like I need a minute. I cannot believe I just said that. Like I, I can't. Like I would I, I would hide my face in shame. She doubled down and she's like, you just hate me. I've never had a friend hate me. And she's like, well, I've never had a friend lie to me like this. And she's like, one time. <laughs> and, and, love- and, she, and she's acting like, like it's a lie. If, if like Sarah was like, Hey, Holly, like, do you want to come over and hang out? And I'm like, yeah, like I'm, I'm going to come over and hang out. And then I don't come over and you call me out and you're like, you never even wanted to come over. Did you? Like, you just said that to like, appease me or whatever and I was like fine yes I never wanted to come over and you're like I can't believe you lied to me like it's over (laughs) like and that would be very shitty but like that's she's acting like it was only that level of lie yeah and not acknowledging that yeah the rat that how it like the gaslighting of that alone (laughs) of trying to downplay the quote-unquote one lie is like I, I mean, like, my mouth would fall open and I would just be like, uh, uh, I, I don't even know what to say. I love when she's like, hate is such a strong word. And Olivia, yes, that's why I used that word. <laughs> she was kind of giving me Stasi or something. Somebody there, like, someone just on it, you know? Yeah, I chose that word for a reason. Or almost like Ariana, where, like, <laughs> Ariana, han- like yeah. Ariana, like, handling Stasi, where... Yes. Like the person starts getting worked up into like you know like they're they're freaking out and then it's just like calm like that's why I used it you know and like that's the the, exactly the person it. yeah they don't know how to react. That's why I was singing Stassi because that's exactly you described it so much better. It was like Ariana when she read Stassi. It was perfect. Woo. Anyway, so they run off. 
Vanita runs off. Taylor runs off. I refuse to be verbally abused. And Vanita's, Vanita's coming in hot this season. She chimes in. Oh, you fuck with your boyfriend, your your best friend's man, and you don't want to be verbally abused? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Even Craig said they can't keep their stories straight. So it's not even just us, the viewers. So. And and I think that that's the that's like the the biggest problem with, with the. I think that's why like no healing has like happened in the two months or whatever is because. It, it keeps on, like, the Band-Aid keeps getting ripped off because you think it's one thing, and then it's like, oh, no, it's this. It's this. You know, it's like, yeah. what, 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 it, we're getting whiplash trying to see what's going on. Yeah. What do you think about JT and Taylor? Like, Rod's like, well, obviously, there's something going on. You guys are so compatible, and JT's like, we were laughing the whole time, and we were off together the whole time. But, like, do you think Taylor's just using him as, like, almost like her gay best friend? Absolutely. And it's, like, heartbreaking because JT, like, legit is in love with her. Yeah. And it's – and, like, she, like, literally is, is like, taunting him even during the episode. Like, even in, like, her confessional. She's like, you know how it is. It's like – you know, when the guy likes you, you're not really into it. You know, it's, it's like, oh. I, Even when Leva told Olivia, you should go talk to JT because he used to pick up Taylor for dates at Austin's. And I'm like, oh, how lovely. So she she dates JT for dinner, but then she goes home and fucks Austin. Yes. Like, oh, come on, JT. Wake up. And it's not like, just Austin's fault, JT. It's Taylor's fault. And, you know, there's something to be said about, like, you know, like, the, uh, people, guys like JT always, like, sit down on the curb outside of the front of the house. And they're like, I don't get why girls never like me. Like, I try and do everything. It's like, just like, 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 we would tell them, like, pick the right girls. Like, he has to like the right girl, too. Like, you, you like why is he going after someone like Taylor that he sees her behavior? Like, yeah. like there is a girl out there for JT. There is. But he's got to, like, stop looking at Taylor and, you know, be available to other people. Yeah. I was a little disappointed when Austin was talking to his sister that he said that Olivia – is like so back and forth. And then even after Jamaica, she called him and like wanted to walk on the beach or they, they laughed about the Oscars all night. And, but I'm like, I'm wondering if she just needs like comfort and she has that trauma bond with him or what the hell's going on? Because like, why are all these girls just falling to Austin's feet no matter what he does? Yeah. It's confusing, I, but he, I mean, I'd give her some grace just for the, it's been so close since her brother died, but it's still like, no, don't do it. To me, yeah, it sounds like, unfortunately, that she may be falling into that trap of kind of toying with the idea of him and, and testing the waters a little, which I, I like, I say, like, go for it. You know, like, she definitely has the space where she can right now. But yeah, it was disappointing to hear that because it's like, shoot like I, I I just want her to have all the power in this you know what I mean and and just the yeah. fact that he's even sharing that again just is like yuck like it's like humiliating yeah her. it's like keep it to yourself like that's it yeah. is it's on camera just talk to your sister off camera 
Um, similarly, so is, and this is the oldest trick in the book, Taylor. Taylor Ann, you are showing your 20s right now. How she just pops over to Shep's all the time. And you, I guarantee you she got that dog because they broke up. Because she, it would be a tie to Shep. Oh, for, yeah. You know, like, and then <laughs> I love that she pops in and he has, like, girls over. And she's like, who's there? What are they doing here? What are you doing with it? Like, I love it. Oh, my and this, God. You know, she, I think she's the girl that thought she could change him and that she was the one. She said enough things like, Do you, don't you miss this? And he's like, no. Um, that she thinks she, you know, could change him and get him to commit. And when she called his bluff, like, right, she had to give him the ultimatum and it didn't work out. Like, she wasn't expecting that. And so now she's trying to, like, scramble and get her way back into the relationship because she wasn't prepared to, like, follow up with the ultimatum. Like, she didn't see that coming because I think she's never really been told no. Yeah. I mean. Much in her life. If the guy who I was, like, if I was trying to land a Shep. And I'm, that's not, it's not fair to say that if I said I lost him, but if what happened happened to her and now I'm dealing with that. And then I said, don't you miss this? And he said, not really. I would, th- that, that I would throw in the towel at that point, throw it in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or and, the, and she doesn't, do you enjoy cheating on me? I mean, sometimes it was kind of fun. <laughs> like, See, like I have, like I have a confession, like that, like I, I think, ugh, like, see, guys like Shep, like I, like I, even though that would be like demeaning to me, and that's like a shitty thing to say, I think that answer is so fucking funny that, like, I actually, yeah. like, uh, like I am, it's like okay, like touche. I, I don't know, it's, yeah, it's hilarious. It was. it was a funny moment. It, it, it was sick, but it was also funny. I mean, and like I would have reacted probably the same way that she would have. But when I got home and I was telling my friends about it, I probably would have like laughed a little when I said the line because it's kind of freaking funny. I mean, you know what? I guess we have to look at it as like why we're also thinking it's funny is because at this point we already knew what Taylor did. So imagine Tom Sandoval saying that to Ariana. I don't think we'd find it as funny. No, it's 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 like actually sick. But there's I yeah. I, I don't know why I, I it's I guess like s- sitting back and seeing the whole story and the reaction that she's hoping to get from him, and then like when it doesn't happen, like I. I, I don't know. And that's not nice as, like, a woman to laugh at a woman. But I, I don't know. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Well, speaking of the guys and one that has, like, mastered his game, I want to give a bow to Craig for figuring it out. Because he's pulling away. He's pulling a um, power of the takeaway move. And he's like, you know what? God, he's like, I am so grateful you made me the man I am, but now I feel so strong that I know I'd be okay without you. I don't want to be without you, but I'd be okay. And so if we can't end up together, that's okay. I want to. And the look on Paige's face, she's like, wait a minute. Like, he just turned the tables on her. So now she's scrambling to lock him down, right? I'm like, that was a brilliant move. That was a Tom Likas move, I think. Yeah. I mean, because we've never seen Craig. He's always trying to, like, push her or pressure her or, like, well, 
you know, talk her out of like, why do you want to wait? Why, why? Now he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Maybe, maybe we'll never get married. That's okay. And now she's like, oh, wait, maybe I need to like do something in the middle here. Yes. Now she's talking possible engagement, trying on the ring. And so she's, I think she, he woke her up. So I thought it was a good, uh, I don't know, good shift for him. Yeah. It it, it was a major power play. It was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Now I do not think, I loved Madison calling Patricia for like entertaining advice, but I really don't think that rigatoni looked that good. It looked very plain and dry. Yeah, it did. And then just like a sheet of meatballs. I'm like, hmm. I don't know if that's what I would have went with. That's more of like a barbecue. Yeah, yes. (laughs) Considering it was like a professional caterer or cook, I I would expect more. But anyways, um, yeah, that's all we kind of have on that. And... Um, I, yeah. I have to interrupt this um, podcast to wish a big congratulations to one of our dear friends and podcast listeners, Chloe, for getting um, engaged. Did you see that? I didn't. She got awesome. en- she got engaged in New York. It's like it's like the cutest pictures ever. If you guys in New York, what are they doing in New York? I, I think it was a little spontaneous trip, and he obviously had some big plans to put a ring on it. And we met him. Yes, and I love him. Love both of them together. I'm so excited for them. Awesome! Congrats! Big time! Congrats! I can't. I can't well. Let us know. We can meet at David's Bridal. I can't <laughs> wait to see what kind of flower girl dress you have for me. Yeah, where are we where are we going? <laughs> like, yes. Um. Yes. Where's the the bachelorette? Yeah. And, and what can we I do to help? help? Yes. And can I sit next to your mom in the front row? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Southern Hospitality? Yes. Okay, so this new host in training that Joe Bradley is seeing, like he's already, Leva told him, do not date anyone that, you know, you work with or above, and he's already kissing Sally. So you guys, Sally, I was like, God, why do I, she looks familiar, but also the spelling of her name. I'm like, I feel like I know this person, and then I realized, so Sally was on The Bachelor, and but she's someone that like left on her own because she couldn't get. She said she wasn't over her ex. Oh, and then she went back to her ex, but then they broke up again. So then she was set to go on Bachelor in Paradise. I guess the Bachelor franchise really wanted Sally. Like they producers chased her down like three different times trying to convince her. I'm like, is she that much of a commodity? Like, what's up with Sally? And she turned she turned it down to like go work at Republic. Odd, but. She was going to Bachelor in Paradise. She was en route, and she changed her mind again. But apparently, like, her bag made it there, but she didn't. And it was really kind of shady. They actually addressed this. It was a little controversial because it was the Bachelor in Paradise where the girls then went through Sally's bag, and they found they pulled out, like, dildos and stuff. And they're like, whoa, she came here with all these dildos, but it was production 
that quote unquote strongly encourage some of the female cast to hey go put this in her suitcase and then pretend like you found it like to humiliate and embarrass Sally I don't know if it was production's way of revenge because she didn't show up I mean but the girls ended up saying they felt really bad they didn't want to do it but like you know strongly encouraged like you'll get this camera time maybe you can stay an extra week that kind of encouragement oh my gosh yeah, and that they f- ended, up, they like felt really bad after it. They felt icky because here they they're just like embarrassing this girl, and th- it wasn't even her stuff. Oh, so it's pretty shady. So this is this is who Sally is. Wow, and she was humiliated too. She went on. I don't know if she was on a podcast or because it wasn't this last season. It was the season before, but I I do remember her being interviewed. I don't know if it was an article or a podcast, and then I heard. I remember seeing the other girls that were involved um, feeling bad about it and apologizing and stuff too. And I was like, damn, it's, it's just like that show. Um, what was that called? The bachelor, like the background behind the scenes lifetime show. Oh, uh, um, shit. I love that show. Yeah. <laughs> it was like unseen or something. I feel like it was like, Un- was it unscripted? No something like that yes it was yeah it was, shit was good yeah very realistic so okay so that's sally and now we have brock and joe have a bromance and i'm calling him brock because he is brock <laughs> he, yeah well there's a, a couple differences <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um but they're they're bro oh Oshin, Oshin and Brock's bromance makes so much more sense now. Oh my god, the fact that when he like apologized to Emmy, saying, "Oh, I, I okay, I see you want to be treated differently." Yeah, that is something I do, like grab or slap girls' ass. But I, if you want to be treated differently, that's fine. So it's like he didn't even learn after Charlie scolded him. Like, dude, you got to figure out. Like Will said, that's not how we do it here. Well, it's not how you're supposed to do it anywhere because it's like, it's now assault <laughs> or sexual harassment. Yeah. Especially at the workplace. Oh my God. But he, I don't I feel like he's one of those. He get it. Yeah. I feel like he's one of those guys that like, he, like, he's very much like brought into the fold based on that behavior. Like everyone thinks it's like kitschy and fun. But then there, once in a while, he gets stopped, and a girl's like, "Hey, like I don't like that," and he's like, "Oh, like, like," and he like gets he takes offense to it because it's like literally his personality now, and so, um, yeah, it was. I had a hard time. Okay, so I was like, I've been waiting for this tension to happen between all of them because it just looks like a fun little arc to the story. But um, I didn't enjoy this first little argument. Like I. I didn't like I didn't like the way he really doubled down and and didn't say sorry about the whole butt thing. That was weird. Yeah, and may it put it on her like, "Oh, you just want to be treated differently." It was like uh like Will said like, "Um, no, with respect, and also it's not just her, it should be every woman, you know?" Yeah. Like 
But, like, I almost yeah. feel like she should have been like, yeah, I do want to be treated differently then. If that is how you treat women, then I want to be treated differently. You know, like, she should have said something. And then, I mean, anytime Will was saying anything, it was just pissing him off into, like, the next orbit. But, um, and I really, I did enjoy seeing them fight. It was fun. Because. Like, I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't owe you anything. It's like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, and, and no one down. and no one likes to be disrespected like that. Um, even though I kind of wanted Will to get his butt handed to him, I was like, I couldn't quite get behind Oshin either because it's like, ooh, like you're, I'm not feeling you right now. I don't know. So yeah. it was actually a difficult argument. I was like, huh. Yeah, and then but and the, well, then Oshin's so gleeful, like a little leprechaun like oh i have some dirt on him i can't wait to bring up and it's like at first i think okay i believe it's will's story it's like oh we were trauma bonding we both lost our friend and he went and told emmy all about it they he explained why they went in the bathroom because they were loud and partying but then it's like then this girl had already kissed joe and O'Sheen, so that was a little suspect and then now next week we see mia say i know one of the girls and they said they saw her kissing him so i don't know i wasn't gonna believe O'Sheen, but now i, I don't know i do believe him um yeah. i just i i mean i think sometimes like you get carried away, you know, you get, and, and you don't want to admit what really happened because you made a shitty choice or whatever. I mean, who knows if it really happened? I'm just saying like in general, like sometimes, like he said, like they were, they went to continue a conversation somewhere. Like maybe that wasn't appropriate. You know what I mean? Like maybe right there, that step of just even being alone is taking it to a place that maybe he shouldn't have. And, I, I don't know. So, and then the, when the producer was like, so is there any truth to this? And like, he lo- he did the classic, like, Jack's, you know, Sandoval Schwartz look of like looking down. I was like, yeah. uh-oh. And then they look up. Yes. Like, like yes. a puppy dog. Yeah. It's like, here, yeah. here's the real story. Yeah. Well, Oshin only dates on Wednesdays because he doesn't want to waste the weekend. And then he said to Joe, we only deserve top shelf. Like, ew. Yeah, ew. It, it truly like, is I, like a I, different era. I like him. And, like, I, I, I think he's going to do a really good job of stirring things up. Um, and yeah, he, he liked him with, like, the autistic brother, like, okay. Angle. Yes. Okay, this is what I wanted to discuss. I really appreciated that, like, at the jump like at the beginning of his feature on the show, he kind of like lets us know, he lets us know that like he's coming here to create a better life for his family. And like he, and he like, he gives his sister props for taking the brunt of taking care of his brother. You know, he's like, she's really holding it down while I'm doing, like he, he just like states what his intentions are of like basically like trying to get famous. Like he's like, look, I'm trying to create a better life. I need to, you know, this money for this. Yeah. And I want it. And, and I liked that. And a little honesty. It, yeah. It just, um, made me think of Brock and not that Brock didn't, he Brock laid out his story as well, but I just, I really, maybe he learned from Brock, you know, he, he just, he said, he said what his intentions were right away. And I think that that will help him in the end. 
can you just hear Brock like, yeah, get to the States, man. Get yourself a reality girl. Why didn't you try? Like, I can't do him. Like, Southern Charm, that's that's like a Vanderpump. You could, you and I could follow the same <laughs> recipe. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, I hope not, but it, it's possible. Yeah, it, it is. The, the playbook, the, the rugby boy playbook. I mean, that's like the... And like, like I, I think both him and Brock should be proud of that. Like, uh, there's, there's people who have been hanging around these reality shows for ten years that haven't made it to where both of them have. Like, they honestly have like got a one in a million shot. They're on TV, and so I just, I like really appreciated that he like humbled himself and told us his story and it just it gave me like a little bit of like something to root for him with you know like there's it was no secrets no I mean and who's to say he doesn't have more things coming out of his closet either but it was just nice to hear like you know he's he's, trying to get enough money so that he can go over and live with his brother and take the burden off his sister and also make his brother's life better by being able to see him more so i respect that that, and yeah get it while you can the the money and it'll pay off in the long run yes and like and i didn't really like hear him like making an excuse of like trying to like be like mr entrepreneur like he straight up like was just like I'm here to do what I have to do. And like, you can tell he's already like ruffling feathers on the show. He's going to do what he has to do to make this work. And I, you know, it's like you, you kind of just have to go, okay, cool. Yeah. Who I'm not really into this season is Brad. And maybe I just have something against the name Brad. Um, (laughs) It is boring to me. I don't like some of his comments. Like he made, he basically told everyone like he hooked up with Lucia, but then when it came to her talking about it, she's like, "No, I just dropped him off at home. I didn't even go inside." So it's like, which is it? And then like, in talking to Mia, he's like, "We got to get you a body by Brad and repping that merch." He's like, "But you need to get to the gym first. We need to get you in shape." And it's like, "Fuck off." <laughs> I my. He, I don't know. He's never bothered me. I don't know why. I don't know what that says he about me. Bother me? I just don't like. No, I no, don't I no. But I, I'm not even like saying like I know like a lot of people like he rubs people the wrong way because he comes off with like this like ego and I I, I don't know what. But um, to me, I feel. And like they're they're it's not like oh Holly you just solved a mystery like they're they're portraying this he's very confused I don't think he knows exactly what's like he's he's running after many different paths right now and he doesn't know like where his happiness lies um, he's you know his friends are upset because he's not being loyal to them he drops them for the most shiny thing and um, he's not sure if he you know he's going he's into guys he's into girls he's into himself he doesn't know you know like it's i think he's just like super confused right now yeah i think he's in like a little like to meet his character and um oh god why can i not think of her name right now fairy girl um Grace Lily. Grace, him and Grace Lily are like similar characters. Like he's the the boy version, she's the girl version. Like they're both so like their heads are both in the clouds. Um, they're both you know like they're just like I remember being that age and just like messing around. It you know it's like 
it's it's like fun to watch, but not very interesting as well. Hmm. Well, speaking of Grace Lily, she had her garden swamp <laughs> party, which is fun. Um, oh my god! I mean, I know we saw her last season, but Sherry Cartwright's twin sister, look out! Okay, let's talk about her mom and and the boyfriend and like what what did you get from that whole combo? I mean, like he, he's very comfortable in that family because he comes over and like picks up her cat he's like hey we need to feed fergie it's like hey it's not your cat how do you know when the cat ate you don't live there Uh, that's so yeah (laughs) i was like when he did that i was like okay that's like actually super helpful and it's cute and then i was like or is it like or is it like I don't know that I would want someone like coming over and commenting on if I did like my chore or not. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like that, it, I was, yeah, I was like impressed and also like a little confused. Gosh, she's so Sherry Cartwright though. Like her, her looks, her smile, her mannerisms, her voice, her hair, everything. It's Sherry. I just, I just like speaking of Sherry and this mother, like, I don't know what it would be like to have a mother like that. That, like, not only is kind to me and, like, unconditionally, like, standing there just, like, I can say whatever I want and my mom's just going to stand there with a smile on her face. Like, that, it just wouldn't happen. It's and, like the um, uh, Amy Poehler, the cool mom. Was it Mean Girls? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like her. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then the the showering the dude with compliments too. Very much like Jax. Like, oh, Jax. Jax is like, yeah. Brittany, make me a sandwich. No. And where's the chips that I like? Why aren't they on the side of my plate? And she's like, oh, Brittany, sweetie, did you get the good meat for him? You know, it's like, hello. <laughs> he's hungry, Brittany. <laughs> Brittany, he's a growing boy. Yeah. I love that her parents are still paying for her birthday parties. I love that her dad's never on the show because, you know, he has, like, a a nice job. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, no, that's a hard no. But Sherry's like, this is finally my moment. Um, I... I love it. And I... You know what else I love? I love that she throw Like, she's not waiting, like, and, like, hinting at one of her friends. Like, you know, what would be really fun is if we threw a birthday party for me. Like, a fairy tale one. Like, she... She she does... does She just does it. Which, when you're gonna do such a wild theme like that, like, I love that she just... She owns it. Yeah. I kind of prefer to roll that way, too. I... I never have. (laughs) And... And I think that now, like, I, I might... It, yeah. it looks nice. I mean, I generally arrange my own birthday festivities. Remember yeah, we did you, like the Temecula wine bus thing? Yes. Well, you organized your own with the Malibu Surf Safari, Safari, wine safari. That that was freaking so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it helps when you have like a location that you want to do or something, like some, you know, something, and then everyone can fill in from there. Okay, so what was the oh it was fairy tale themed? Yes. And like I love I love that she rolled in on a boat. Like that was amazing. In a swamp. Like with lo- alligators. Love the details. <laughs> um yeah, I was trying to figure out I'm like, her dad said he'd pay for the down payment. I'm like, but what did he pay for? The canoe? Like like the tables? <laughs> the table. Um but okay, where does Medea fit in this fairy tale? I mean, whoever Brad dressed up as, I'm very confused. 
Isn't it like, is it Medea or like the grandma from like a Tyler Perry movie, right? Yeah, that doesn't quite fit in. Because <laughs> otherwise we have elves, Aladdin, Cinderella twice. Yeah, like uh, Prince Butterfly, Charming. Little Red Riding Hood, Peter Pan. Um, I would have absolutely been mortified to be matching with someone. I'm well, just I gonna... think Sally's was a terrible Cinderella. That didn't look like... How did she even know that she was supposed to be Cinderella? She had like... Cinderella has like a ball gown or at least, you know, Emmys at least had like satin and lace. That's what I mean. Like- but but imagine that like you did your best and like she looked cute. Like like if another Cinderella wasn't there, she wouldn't have looked horrible. But then by a proper Cinderella showing up, it just like like I would have just absolutely wanted to go into the swamp. Yeah. I would have been like, I. Well, neither I, of them were very good. They're very cheap. Like, actually, all the costumes were horrible. They were. and But the, I kind of liked that, too. Like, this is why I love early seasons of a show. Because it's <laughs> so raw. And, like, they're, they don't have money to buy the costumes yeah, that they need. Yeah, they're not Tom Sandoval level yet. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's it's beautiful. Like, I this, um, Ronnie had one of our friends over yesterday and we started um, watching Dance Moms from season one again. And it is so raw. Like, I've watched Dance Moms probably all the way through, like, I don't know, seven times, you know, all the seasons. But watching season one again, like, you can see Abby's car that she rolls up in. Like, she's wearing t-shirts with, like, flip-flop embroidery on them. Like, it is, like, the fashion, (laughs) the makeup, the camera work is, like... Yeah. So good. So good. It's like watching season one of OC or New York. I mean, even season one of Vanderpump is like, we should do yeah. that and just apps like just rip apart all of the stuff because it is, it, it's great. Um, I thought Trevor's outfit was awful. So what do you think about Trevor and Maddie? Do you believe now it's come out that, oh, one of his friends that was out said, no, it was the other girl. Or no, the girl tried to kiss me, not Trevor. I'm like. Okay. I'm, uh, and then what did, what did you think about him, like, sitting at the table? This is, like, another classic reality TV move to be like, what? okay, so everyone's just going to forgive him, but I'm being crucified yeah. for what I did. And it almost worked. I could see Maddie, like, all, like you know, she was, like, shushing him quiet. But yeah. I could see her being like, oh, shit, you're kind of right. Um, I don't so – I, 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 said- tr- I believe that Trevor has finagled a story and got some people to agree with him to, like, yes. take the fall on this. And he's hoping that it's going to create enough chaos yeah, in Maddie's doubt. mind to let – you know, to chance. forgive him. Yeah. See, I think her argument is, at first I was like, oh, she's like, he called me and asked me to pick him up that night, but I couldn't because I was still on my shift. And I thought, oh, okay. But then I'm like, wait, that doesn't work because even if he called you and you said no, that meant he didn't have a ride home. So maybe he just stayed and got drunker and did kiss her. And he knew you weren't coming because you were at work. So he was validating where you were. <laughs> so that that excuse doesn't work. I think the only thing they can do is bring the girl out. And have them all together. And I kind of think that they might because she's already been filmed. You know, like yeah. she she said her like we like heard her verbatim say what happened. Yeah, so it's not like she didn't sign a release. So like yeah. why not do that? Yeah. It's not like they can't get a hold of her. She's Brad's client. 
But I, I think they're waiting for her to forgive him and then stir it up again. Yeah. Mm. Um, but at this point, it's kind of like what happened with Jax and Stassi. Like, I was a true, you know, like being a season one girl, I really liked Jax and Stassi together. Like, I, I loved their how toxic it was and everything. So I always was like in the back of my mind secretly rooting for them. And I don't find myself doing that with Maddie and Trevor. I feel like she could have like this electric love with someone else that is more deserving of her. And with Stassi, I didn't have like, I I liked them together because it was, it was like funny and she was so horrible that it was like, they kind of deserved each other. So, uh, but with this, like, I'm still rooting for Maddie. Like, I feel like she has a lot going for her. And Trevor has given me nothing. Like, I I can't stand behind him because he's, yeah, there's just, like, nothing redeeming about him. not a cast member, so they haven't aired him or framed him enough for us to care anything about him. Yes. We don't know him at all. I don't find him attractive. But I think, you know what, I think they thought Maddie was going to be the Stassi, the breakout, the... And she's not really delivering that. In fact, we're seeing Emmy step up and being like, oh, Dark Horse, where are you coming from? Who you is, know, she's like, ev- every time that she is on my screen, like, I get, like, the biggest Ariana vibes from her. Like, yeah, I, well, she looked like her in a few of those scenes. Like, I mean, well, her face is just, like, stunning. Like, when she's sitting there and talking, like, she's, she's beautiful. Um, and, yeah, there's definitely, like, again, like, it's someone's opening up to us and they're telling us like I want lawyer will I want this I want this and we're gonna just watch that crumble you know like it's it's gonna happen yeah so I think she's maybe the one that to watch and I don't really care about Maddie's back and forth drama with Trevor I'm just not invested and I don't care about Grace and Liam because he seemed well it looks like that could heat up he seems like too mature that he's going to be like boring he's going to be like rob valetta on the show yes um however it does look like he he may get a little possessive or controlling later this season which i yeah um i'm I'm we can hope one can hope (laughs) yeah um yeah so even so this episode i was like very much looking forward to and it it delivered like i was entertained but um at the end of it i was like where where are we going with this? Because the Maddie and Trevor thing, I yeah, I just don't quite care. The Will thing, I don't quite care that his like daddy is going to be disappointed in him or not. Like it, it's yeah. just not working for me. Um, yeah, I'm more interested if he if they can prove that he like kissed the girl. Then I'm interested in that. And I I really I really like the storyline. Of the Oshin thing, I I think it's freaking interesting, and he's a firecracker, and I love the the those personalities going up against each other. And he's a Brock and a Speedo. Yeah. Um, that last thing I could just have to ask. Uh, oh, and he's got the OnlyFans, so that part's interesting too. Oh yes. And Mia's like, I just spent twenty five dollars on you. It's basically about your lunch last month or whatever. And he like almost teared up. He's like, really? Like it, he was moved. Oh, my gosh. Um, You know, there's like this new COVID strain and it's taking over. Bobbin for apples. Are we doing that? 
<laughs> Ooh. I was like, I guess we're past everything. Remember, Charleston was one of the last ones to like shut down, and then they all got COVID in JT's closet or whatever. Um, Bob and Frat. I don't know that, regardless of COVID or any other kind of germ. I mean, here's the thing: the best, the best thing that happened. Well, I, I, that's probably a horrible thing to say. One of the positive things that happened from the whole COVID thing was like people keeping a distance. Like I. Love yeah. that. I the, love it. Stand the hugs up. Reduced. Yes. No more hugs. No more handshakes. <laughs> um, really covering your mouth when you cough, like, as, you know, even more specific yeah. with your arm. Um, yeah. Just like the, and, and like a lot of people, you would be surprised, but a lot of people had to be told to wash their hands. Like yeah. the, the washing your hands is nice. The having sanitizer is nice. Like it just, it feels a little better out there. Um, <laughs> So, like, for those things, like, or, like, even, like, the drive-up Target thing. I know that was there, like, before, but, like, the driving up to your groceries is amazing. Not getting out of the car. Love it. I've never done that. Oh, my. You've never done drive-up Target? Or groceries. I've done (gasps) Instacart. Oh, my God. Sarah, it is so freaking nice. Like, why would I drive up instead of just have them deliver it at that point? Sometimes, like, you, you, you can't, or you, yeah, you can't wait. Like, uh, you just, it should, it, like, it, you get all your, like, you can just sit there and get your to-do list done, and then while you're out, you just zip there, they put it in your trunk, and you leave. Yeah. It's nice. I like to look at what I'm buying and, like, judge for myself. Kind I of mean. Thing. And a lot of times, I don't know what I want or need. I just have to scroll, like, cruise around and figure it out well same but like for like your staple things that you that you have to get that you know like like i i get like my bottled water or like you know things that like i don't want to like hulk around it's so freaking nice well i definitely i they hate me um i have my bottled water delivered because you know i always had the the jugs and the dispenser and i just never got around to doing that once i moved so i'm just constantly getting huge crates of water delivered I'm like i mean they have a dolly so it's fine yeah but oh I, I for your house yes you would have to do that yeah having to buy like well i still will get jug when well, now i'm having the jug water in crates too but for my coffee pot versus drinking water but um having to like buy that remember we'd walk out with a 24 pack or or like yes it's like dog food or kitty litter or yeah. you know chill well, and, it, and it's yeah and it's with the with the kids and everything then like the cart is heavy and i'm put i'm yes. lugging them you know it's like ugh, it, it's just it's super convenient and then are there no fees if you drive up yeah no fees zero i mean they've driven up to restaurants but you know what they never fucking come out so i end up going in anyways yeah no it's like so odd like you just like put your number in you don't have to like you tell them what door to put it in like they and then you just show them your code and you're out of there it's it's really cool okay they have it down Hmm. well i do notice that it takes up all the prime parking spots so that always irritates me so maybe i'll just utilize them instead of yeah exactly (laughs) awesome well okay we'll have have the freaking best trip ever and make sure you're updating your insta or text me yeah i will probably have a lot of pictures and we'll be we'll be doing that and then i'll hit you up super fine time for anything well probably not going to be watching anything but yeah yeah maybe it's a new year's you and chad yeah yeah 
trailer review. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, trailer review. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.